We are live. Hello, everybody. How are you all doing? If you can hear us, please type I can hear you in the comment section. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you, Christine? Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today, John. My pleasure. Okay, yeah, I know you have um, lots of good news. And I would want us to wait, you know, for a few seconds to see if people will join. Perfect. Before we get started. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Wow. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful, cold, but beautiful day here in Michigan, too. It's pretty cold. I think we're in like the 20 degree range Fahrenheit. So, oh, low okay. freezing, but no snow. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's great. Okay. So, we have a few people watching. Please, if you can hear us, just type I can hear you in the comment section. That way, we will be sure. We are not talking to ourselves. <laughs> yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very great and talented guest. Her name is Christine Brooke. Christine is an author and poet, a poet whose social media following exploded by over 4,000 friends and followers in one week after completing speaker training with her mentor, Les Brown. Through this specialized training, Kristen Brooke was able to use the power of her voice after overcoming sexual assault to uplift and encourage those that have been through trauma to not give up on themselves. After liberating herself from her own fears through dedication and charging her I mean, changing her mindset with mentor and coach John Talarico, Christine began to act on all the dreams she imagined and was dedicated to write, speak, and entertain. She started her career in hospitality sales in the greater Lansing area of Michigan, soon after obtaining a bachelor's degree in political science from Michigan State University. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to please help me welcome Christine Brooke to the Morale Booster. Christine, thank you for joining me on the program. Thank you so much for having me, John. Thank you. This is a delight to be here and such an honor. It's my pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. You know, your the, the work that you do is it's so great because there's so many people out there who are experiencing trauma, one form of trauma or the other. But the particular area that you have chosen, I believe will resonate with so many people. So ladies and gentlemen, please like and share this video because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Am I right, Christine? You are so right, John. I mean, Trauma itself is something that we try to sweep under the rug so often. And to become a, a whole and a well-rounded person and to really be a whole and well-rounded society, these are issues that we must face 
Um, but we're so fearful to do so because we think that we're alone. And right. the fact is, is that we're not. There are more people that are like us with our trauma than those that are different. And um, when we can see the similarities of our pain, we realize that our pain is a normal thing. And it's something that we we can deal with and we can overcome. And there is a path to becoming joyful again. Um, it is normal to have this sort of tunnel vision while we're in it, but it's important to speak about it so that we can get through that to the other side. Oh, you're muted, John. Oh, sorry about that. That's great. You know, you said something that resonated with me. You said there is a path to becoming normal. So, there's so many people out there who feel that whatever they are going through is the end of the world for them. Mm -hmm. What's your advice to such people with such limiting beliefs? Because I call them limiting beliefs because limiting beliefs are beliefs that prevent us from, you know, moving forward or prevent us from achieving certain things. So people who have those beliefs that their problems are the worst ever on earth and cannot go past it. What's your advice for them? I know you're the therapist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you've been through yeah. trauma. Yeah. Yes. So therapy is key when whenever you go through trauma. But I think for a lot of people, I'd say almost everyone that goes through trauma, you first have to identify that you have gone through trauma and acknowledge that and accept it. I mean, collectively, we are all going through a sort of trauma with the pandemic. Right. Um, but there are some traumas that you feel so isolated and so alone. The uniqueness of this pandemic is that we are all going through it together. But when I was going through the trauma of trying to overcome sexual assault and going from a victim mindset to survivor mindset to conqueror mindset, um, I had... There, there's one day in particular that I talk about in my book that I went to a dark park and I sat and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried and I felt, John, like I was not going to be able to ever stop crying. Wow. I felt helpless. I felt hopeless. And as I cried, I thought to myself, okay, I have two choices right now. I can figure out a way to stop crying and try to live my life, or I can sink into this and I can just continue to cry and try to explain to people why I'm crying, but they're not going to understand how deep this despair feels. Right. And I decided that instead of trying to wallow in that, I had to be a better me for myself and that I could not let my perpetrator win. And I was not going to let this trauma define me. And in that moment, I said, I'll do whatever it takes. I, I choose joy. And that's where the title of the book comes from. Um, because it, in, in that moment, it was a choice. I had just left therapy. And I left feeling okay. And then somewhere along that drive home, that all of those feelings that I was trying to uh, deal with just kind of overflowed. 
Wow. Yeah. So it, it was really a choice for me. And so what I would say to someone going through trauma and feeling the hopelessness and the helplessness, the despair, or you're in the fog of it, or you feel like a hollow shell, you're not the you you used to be. And you 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 won't be the you you used to be. I think that's important too. We're, we're all um, changing and evolving and trauma can either make us better or it can make us bitter. And hold on to that, that in negative times, you can decide to become better and you can allow yourself to win. Wow. Wow. That's a powerful one, Kristen. That's a powerful one. You know, you have been through a lot. Oh, John, this is not even the half of it. I mean, when I say I'm a resiliency consultant, I'm a single mother. I've had both of the fathers of my children pass away, uh, one due to a heart attack. The other recently um, had a cardiac arrest, was in a coma and had to be taken off of life support due to no brain activity. Um, Divorce, been there. Financial crisis, been there too. But the resilience in me, I just will not let the negative things in life win. Wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're still listening, that's a powerful lady here. It's Kristen Brooke. She's an author. She is somebody with so much experience. So I want you all to please do us a favor. It it, it won't cost you anything. Like and share this video because there are so many people out there who have been waiting for a lifetime just to hear this message, this message of hope. That's all we need from you right now. Please share. Thank you. Uh, you, you said something about intentionally choosing joy. You have to choose joy. Now, you said you either decide to be bitter or be better. Yes. It's a thing of choice. It is a choice. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Were you going to say? Okay, so what I always encourage people to do, because the essence of this program is to empower people through coaching or mentoring. And that's why we do everything possible to bring people with experience to the program. It's called the morale booster. Mm-hmm. So we will do that for you. You, you. you have the choice to either be better or be better. So seek help whenever help is needed. There's help everywhere. If you can't find help, if you don't have access to it, reach out to people. Am I right, um, Christine? Absolutely right. Um, So when you say reach out to people, I think of a time where when I first experienced sexual assault and I was at work and my coworker said to me, you don't look the same, right? And part of my course talks about how you can look for signs and symptoms in others as well. So I think that we also have to know that sometimes when people are going through trauma, they may not want to accept what yes. is going on, yes. right? And and we see this even with the pandemic, right? There are people that don't want to really acknowledge what we're going through or 
Um, they don't want to accept maybe they've lost someone, but when they're hurting, it is, it is our time to really wrap our sometimes virtual arms, right? During this pandemic, wrap ourselves around them and letting them know and encouraging them to, to seek help, but also that you are an outlet, right? That is a wonderful way to show someone that you care. Hi, Karen. Thank you. Love you too. (laughs) (laughs) And more. I appreciate you. Um, But this is, it is so important for you to seek help if you realize that you have some work to do and that you want to feel better. But if you also see someone else, say something to them, right? Right. We say, if you see something, say something, meaning some negativity in society, right? But when we see someone hurting, sometimes we are the one person that will help them change their mind and decide not to be bitter, but to get better. Right. That makes a whole lot of sense, you know, because we can contribute our own part just by telling someone you love that person can prevent so many terrible things that would have occurred. So let's always learn to do our part and say something, say something nice, help people, right? Okay, now um, I know you are an author. Yes. So I want us to go into that part. Yes. So how did you get that motivation, that inspiration? Because I've been trying to write a book now for over a year. (laughs) (laughs) My first one, though. So how do you get that inspiration coupled with, you know, kid, you know, family life, work life? How did it happen for you? So it's twofold. Okay. So the first part was... I wrote a journal through my trauma. Okay. And I always knew that I wanted other people to have some type of resource to know they're not alone. When they go through a difficult time, you're not the only one. Because I there were a lot of moments where I felt like I was the only one or that um, I didn't have anyone to reach out to because no one could understand. But Really, there are a lot of people that do. You just, we don't talk about it. So I decided when I was going through writing out my journal that eventually someday I would be strong enough to share this with someone else. Um, So that's the first part of it, right? The second part of it was during this pandemic, I met a lady named Denise Nicholson and she has a company and Um, with her and Bold Publishing, I decided that I was going to take this journal and I was going to add to it. So you see the vulnerability in my journal entries throughout time, but then you also see what I've learned. So looking back, and that was probably the hardest thing about writing this book, was looking back because it brought me back to all of the emotion that I felt then. Right. So when I when I cried as I was writing, I was crying again as I was reading. Like, oh my gosh, I remember that pain so much. I remember that feeling that I had or going to the point where I'm like, okay, like I think I'm okay now and remembering that sense of relief. 
going through that all over again, um, I was okay with that because Denise was able to guide me through. So I would say to anyone looking to write a book, she has um, webinars usually on Saturdays where you can log on and she'll tell you the process of writing a book. And she has a, a process where you can get a book done in like 30 to 90 days where you have like the skeleton of your book, right? But she'll say often, making sure that your message is yours, we're not going to put a deadline on it. If you want it out there sooner, you'll work on it harder. Right. But what I would recommend is getting with someone that has been through the process, wrote a book already, is already published, and tell your story. It's so important. I actually have a podcast that will be released with her um, because telling your story is really a part of your legacy that right. will be left behind right. when you pass away that people will say, this is an impact that this person had on the world and it's there right. forever. Right, right, right. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Those are good points you just uh, brought out there. You said you kept a journal. You know, yes. a lot of people don't see the importance of having a journal. Yeah. So like I said, this program is strictly for mentoring and coaching. Mm -hmm. Basically, people know what needs to be done, but these constant reminders are what will help them. Yeah. And you mentioned coaching. Mm -hmm. You had a coach. You had someone with the right tools required for you to succeed at it. Yes. So coaching is paramount for those people who are listening. Please like and share. I see um, some people are responding. Yes. Nor, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Nor. Hi, Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, Christine and I have the same speaking mentor. We're, we're both part of uh, the Les Brown uh, Power Voice system. She has a passion for telling her story, using her story to help other people overcome challenges in their life. So if you are in that position where you feel stuck and you know you need someone who can provide you with the tools required for you to move past that stage, that point where you are, Christine is a very, very good person to reach out to. Christine, do you work with all, do you work with different clients? Like some people are specialized only with uh, women. Some do with, do you work with everybody or you just have a particular niche? No, I work with anyone and everyone that has trauma that they are looking to overcome. And uh, right now, I usually charge for motivational calls, but I am not doing that right now. Um, because I, I know that as a country and as a as a world, we are going through a time where people need someone to talk to. So right. you can schedule a motivational call on my website and I will reach out to you and we can talk about the tools that I have available um, for you to to really try to heal. Right. That's great. That's great. Now, thank you for that. So for those who want to reach out to Christine, her website is currently being displayed on the screen, but 
stay tuned don't leave we're still on we still have a lot of time to go but in the meantime you can start writing down her website it's kristenbrook.com yes all right now that takes me to the next question you are an entrepreneur yes and you've been through all these struggles in life yes how were you able to balance your entrepreneurial life and family life? Oh, well, <laughs> it can be challenging at times. Um, I structure my days, though. I right. structure my week and I structure my days. That is something that I learned over my 16 years of hospitality management is there needs to be certain days and times for things. And you have to hold yourself accountable. Right. So not only do I hold myself accountable, but I have accountability partners that hold me accountable. Right. So I have a lot of accountability partners and I check in with them typically on a daily basis. Okay. If not daily, then I'm checking in weekly, depending on what our relationship is like. And I'm letting them know the things that I want to get done for the week, whether it's something personal um, so a legal matter, or if it's something related to my business or for a client, there are people that are really supporting me and pushing me to say, Hey, did you get that done? It's easy in this day and age that we live in to overlook one thing. Yes. Uh, you might put something in your calendar and a phone call comes through and then it's supposed to be on to the next thing. But you have to remember to go back to that thing and either move it to a new part of the schedule. Right. Or take care of it right then and there. And so um, what I've learned over time is a sense of urgency is always key, right? Um, if I could procrastinate on things, I would probably do it. I do work well under pressure. Okay. But, <laughs> but um, there are certain things that people just cannot wait on. And right. your reputation is hinged on how well you're responding to those things. And so a sense of urgency in all things is key, um, but also knowing what to prioritize. So um, God, family, and then business is the way that it um, works for me. And I, I believe that most people find that that works best for them, right? Yes, yes. Thank you for that. You talked about accountability. You see, that is key. Yes having accountability partners there's nothing better than that right so because i have come across a lot of people who feel you know deep down in their hearts they want to own a business they want to become entrepreneurs but they always have that fear that limiting belief that if they decide to focus on something else, it will impact their jobs. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, they hold their destinies back. So yeah. what you have just said now makes a whole lot of sense. If, you, if you're listening to this program and you fall into that category of people who have a dream, a passion, a vision of becoming entrepreneurs, but you are scared to leave your day job. Listen, no one is saying you should just leave without having an exit plan. Right. 
Well, I always tell people, use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. What does it mean? It means immediately you get off work, your job, spend less time doing things that are not helping you build your dream. Reduce your Netflix time, reduce your social media time and focus on your dream. It's one step at a time. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. Is that correct, Christine? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you think you can, you can. Yes. Think you can't, you can't (laughs) because you won't. You won't. So that's the key. Mindset is the key here. When, When we think of what Henry Ford said, if you think you can, you can, it's because you think that you will. Yes. And that you must. If you think that you cannot, then you won't even try. Right. <laughs> That's great. I love that quote. You I know, do it, too. Keeps, it keeps me going all the yeah. time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I say it to my three-year-old daughter all the time. Right. I can't right. button this, mommy. If you think you can, you can. Keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love the quote. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Now, um, you know, 2020 came with a lot of challenges. Yeah. Some people lost loved ones. Some people lost their jobs. Some business owners ran out of business. I know you are not uh, a therapist, but what's your plain advice or suggestion for those people who were impacted by this COVID? Well, with COVID, I lost my job due to COVID. Um, I was a hospitality professional. The hospitality and tourism industry took a nosedive. When people couldn't travel and couldn't gather, well, guess what? People were not staying at hotels. People were not having meetings. People working from home were not going into the business anymore. Um, So thank you, Sizzle. Um, (laughs) But as people were not traveling, I I lost my job. So I understand the pain uh, there, um, the the uncertainty and the the ease of negativity kind of setting in and, and doubt and fear setting in. What I would recommend to anyone is what I did myself and many others that I met along the way. And it's this. Decide to invest in yourself. Decide to do something that you've never done before, that you've always wanted to do. Bet on you. Bet on you. Um, I know that as my own boss, I will never fire myself. And I will not quit on me. Right. So um, it's... It's a great feeling to know that I'm setting a path for future generations of my family, right? My daughters are seeing an example of what women can do. And I'm proud of that. I am happy that they have this in me. And I I was given that example by my mother. My mother was um, not only 
an x-ray tech and had her own challenges of being a female and being a person of color in an industry that is predominantly not of color. Um, But she also took some paths away from that um, for her family. So um, as she had a medical billing practice and a daycare, um, she was able to showcase what leadership looks like, what entrepreneurship looks like. And she put me in places when I was young that I was able to develop those skills myself. So I was able to interview with families and win business for her and really let them know that we would take care of their children. Uh, So I, I was able to understand the dynamic of a business relationship at a young age and anyone that has a business that's working and you can get your children involved, whether it's emptying trash cans or being a model um, in some of your advertisements. um, There's some tax benefits to that, but it also shows them that in business, they can impact a business as well at any age, you know, whether it's, leading a team of employees. And I think that's why I was fearless in accepting a management role in hospitality. Um, I knew that I could do it, right? I've done it before. And I really appreciated that my mother motivated me to that point to be able to lead as a female and be fearless with it. And I think that is really um, the key to overcoming anything But especially during this pandemic, if there is something that you want, go for it. Right. Bet on you. Yes. That's a good one. You said decide to invest in yourself. Yes. If you're still listening to this program, please like and share this video. That's it wouldn't take you much time. Just like and share. Somebody has to see and watch this. She said, decide to invest in yourself. First of all, the people around you, the younger ones around you are watching. The kids are watching to see how you react to the situation. They see you as a role model. I understand it might not be easy, but we need to gather as much strength as possible. Robert Schuller said, Tough times don't last, but tough people do. So if you're listening to this program, you've been through any form of challenges due to the pandemic, you know, whatever challenges you've been through or you're going through, I want you to know that it's only a phase in life. It will certainly pass. Am I right, Kristen? That is so true. So we go through phases and everything in life is temporary, right? Love endures. Love endures. But everything else is temporary. That's true. um, When we're going through our, our tough times, just remember that on the other side of that is something good. And I've said this often, if you've been listening to me lately, that there's a polarity in life a duality of things, right? So in order to know happiness, we must understand sadness, right? right? And on the other side of hate is love. 
And on the other side of tough times are really great times. So there, life is a roller coaster. And yes. trauma, grief, that's a roller coaster. It yeah. ebbs and flows. There are times that are really hard. And then there are times where we enjoy the memories of what we've been through. We can look back with strength. So, yeah, things are Life tough. Life is there. a roller coaster. That's true. Yes. That's true. It is well. Yes. For everybody watching this program, like what Ariri and Duran said, he said, we just need to keep pushing. I love what right. he just said. Ariri, thank you. I see your message. Yeah. We just need to keep pushing. I love that. Mm -hmm. Life will definitely hit us with challenges. Yes. But we are stronger than who we think we are. Yes. All right. Kristen, you've been through me. you've been through a lot. You've got a yeah. wealth of knowledge. Thank you. What Ariri said, it reminds me of when I went through my surgery, right? I had knee surgery and they did a lot of different things. I had three different procedures in one day and it was outpatient. Okay. It's usually one procedure. Um, I ended up with two screws at the end of that in my tibia and a oh. compound fracture that they wanted me to walk on within a week. And it was going to take three years to heal. Wow. wow. When I asked my orthopedic surgeon, how do I deal with this? This is a long time. It's going to take a long time to heal. Wow. He said, well, you needed it, right? And you're going to get better. This is temporary. One foot in front of the other. When he said that, it was the most impactful thing. And I took that with me through every hard time that I've had since. One foot in front of the other. That's how you make it through anything that's difficult. Ariri, you just keep pushing. You keep going. You don't give up. You don't give up. Yes. I love that. Yep. I love that. Thank you so much. So I know you've, uh, you want to talk about, I'd like you to talk about your book. Yes, sir. How many books have you written? How many do you have on the pipeline? Where can people find your books? Yeah. So I have only one right now that is being published. However, I do have poems that were published previously, but the organization no longer exists. So I have two um, poems that were published when I was younger. And I participated in writing contests when I was younger and yeah. was happy when I won, right? <laughs> so I, I've always wanted to write. I have um, a whole slew of poems that are not published yet. Okay. But now that I am going to be publishing I Choose Joy, it will be coming to market March 20th or sooner. So when that comes out and is released to the public, then that will be my first fully published book solo project. I have already agreed with my publisher that I will work on another book this year to be released by the end of this year. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And you guys, I, I'm thinking I know what that second book will be about, but I'm not quite sure yet because I like to be a little creative when it comes right. to things like that. Right. So um, yeah. And I think that from there, I'm just going to keep pushing these books out. 
Um, but on top of it, I will have a course that will go along with the book. So the book will be in tandem with a course about overcoming trauma. Okay. And um, it will be um, a way to help people that have undergone a traumatic event find their way to healing and, and joy. So I'm really looking forward to working with my first group of people, hopefully at the beginning of February. So that's right around the corner. If you are looking to jump in on that group, then connect with me. You can do that through my Facebook page and all of my social media is there as well as my email. Awesome. That's great. Thank you. So on what platforms do you, what social media platforms do you use? Do you use Facebook? Yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on Clubhouse. Did I miss yeah. anything? I, I, I am jealous <laughs> of you guys because I am still an Android lover. So yeah. I can't get on Clubhouse yet. Oh, you need to get on Clubhouse. If you go and get a used iPhone, I will send you an invite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no problem. So ladies and gentlemen, it's Kristen Brooke, and it's still the Morale Booster with John Ugulu. You can reach Kristen on either Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Then you can also check her website. It's kristenbrook.com. It's currently being displayed on the screen. Yes. Kristen has a lot of experience. So many people out there have experienced one form of trauma or the other or they find it difficult to accept it. So if you are amongst people like that, just try to reach out to Kristen. Reach out, talk to people. They'll be able to help you feel better. Yeah. Is that right, Kristen? Absolutely. It's my goal to help at least a million people overcome trauma in my lifetime. If it can be a billion, I would love that. I know that we are all impacted by some type of trauma and it's a matter of admitting it. So um, if you know someone that has gone through trauma, connect them with me. If you have gone through trauma, I, I dare you to be courageous and overcome your fear. Yes. Let me be a friend through that so that we can be stronger together. Yes. Yes. Okay. Someone said, what's Clubhouse? Okay. You can Google that. <laughs> yeah, I can explain real quick. It's a platform that is an audio platform where you can talk about virtually anything and the conversation goes away when you're done. But there are a lot of influential people on that platform. I've been in rooms with Tiffany Haddish, Tyrese Gibson, um, Grant Cardone, and Ty Lopez, just to name a few. So right, it's right, really right. worth the connection. All right. I see Henry said, this is strong words of encouragement. So, Christine, you are doing Thank well. You, Henry. Thank you. Thank you. Nice watching, Henry. Um, let's see. Now, Cecil says, then we're going to collab on a book. Yes. yes. I would love to. I'm looking yes. forward to it. Now we're going to be holding each other accountable, Sizzle. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. So let's see if we have more questions. Yeah, CISO says you will reach billions. Yes. There we go. That's the whole idea. Because yeah. your light is so bright that Thank it can you. never be dimmed. It will shine. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. So any and I will last words? Others. Yes. I will light others up. So right. you might feel dim and dark right now, but I will light you up. Just let me, just give me the opportunity to work with you. That's it. Give her the opportunity to work with you. Her website is kristenbrook.com. It's currently been displayed on the screen. So any last words before we go? Yes. So not only do I help people transition out of trauma, but the next course, so the first course is the course on trauma. We're going to get that one out because it's so crucial. It's so important in a time like this. The follow-up to that is going to be a professional course where we're going to use what I know about the professional world, my life's experiences, and all of the connections that I've made and help people propel themselves professionally. So it doesn't end when the trauma ends, the relationship will be able to continue professionally. I have some really great information that I've worked on with E.T., the hip hop preacher, and okay. we're going to utilize that in the follow up course. Oh, that's that's awesome. Great. I love that. You know, we only bring great people to you. Everyone's got greatness in them. Yes. Well, these people that we bring to you, they are people who have identified their greatness. They are people who have stepped into their greatness. Greatness is within you. If you're listening to the program, please like and share this video. I want to encourage every man and woman and boy and girl listening to this program that no matter what you're going through in life, it's a phase. Heraclitus said, the only constant in life is change. What you're going through is preparing you for greater things to come. For those who have lost their jobs, this is the time for you to search your soul and discover your talent because every human being was created on purpose for a purpose. Just the same way the birds were created to fly without the need to go to any flight school and the fish was created to swim without going for any swimming lessons. You as a human being that I'm speaking to right now, you were created with a gift inside of you. So search your soul. Now this is the best time for you to identify what your gift is. You have a gift. The best way for you to identify your gift, if you still haven't identified it, is to realign with your childhood. Think about that thing you had an innate and ardent love for before the world started telling you who you are and who you should be. That's your gift. This is the time. It's going to be difficult for us to experience this kind of slow, you know, slow life. We might not experience any pandemic in the next century again. So it's an opportunity for you to reassess your life and take charge. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for the beautiful contributions. Christine, you are an amazing guest. I would love to have you over and over and over on my program. 
That would be wonderful. Taking time out of your busy schedule and joining the program. Thank you. I would love to be back. I'll be back. My, my pleasure. I would certainly bring you back on. Yes. Um, Cecil said, what you are seeking is always seeking you. Wow. Yes. Powerful. <laughs> Powerful. Yes. Powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Take charge of your life. And have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.